With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Down the lane, slam, slam, slam. Welcome to the Badger Basketball Post Game Show. You always give me so much to talk about. Brought to you by JK Security Solutions. From home theaters to smart lighting to a universal home control, go online to jksecurity.com. Coming up, we'll break down tonight's game. Go inside the locker room with members of the Badger coaching staff. Plus, hear from you on the talk and text line at 414-799-1973. That's playing through some contacts. the Wisconsin Badgers fall 58 to 57 to Rutgers here this afternoon. I'm Hunter Baumgart and welcome into the JNK Security Solutions post game show. Another close one and another loss for the Wisconsin Badgers. They have just this season has been one step forward, two steps back. I mean, that's really what it's been seeming like for the Wisconsin Badgers throughout this season. They again are not able to win back-to-back games. They still have not done so since December 30th and January 3rd. They had won on Tuesday. They beat Michigan even though they went, you know, the last 11 minutes without a field goal. They were still able to win that game by 5. You come into today, Rutgers team that's been faltering lately. They are, you know, they come in with a three-game losing streak. And the Badgers had a lead there late. They had a string of three-pointers that were fantastic. But it just comes down to, you know, making that last shot, a season in the lane. Uh, We can talk about that sequence. We can talk about other sequences. You can talk about referees. To me, this continues, and the theme continues, whether it's, whether we see ball movement, whether we see you know plays drawn up, whatever it happens to be, it continues to come down to making shots. And it's like, well, Hunter, you're you're hosting a post game show, and it has to be give us something else. And sure, we will. We'll talk about the different parts of this game and the different sequences and what could have been different and what could have led to a Badgers victory. This team makes needs to make shots. They need to shoot the ball better. Because you look at it, Guard was just talking about it with Matt LePay. LePay and, and Lucas were just talking about it as well. He shot 33% for the game. Rutgers didn't shoot all that well, but at least they shot 41%. But Wisconsin shoots 33% for the game from three. 33% for the game from the field. Free throws weren't a problem. They were seven for nine. But especially in that second half, they shot... 22% from the field. And that is not a recipe for success, obviously. But if you just make one or two more shots, you win the basketball game. That is how close it is, and that's how, that's why this has been pull-your-hair-out type of season when watching this team because it's they're so close. And you could see it tonight. You could see it on Guard's face. You could see it when Guard I had a view of Greg Guard when he was talking to Matt LePay there. I'm, I'm above them. So I was looking down, and he's, you know, hand you know on his forehead just shaking his head a bit tyler wall on you know 
undid his jersey and kind of slammed it. Not like didn't take it off or anything, but you could just see kind of bit down on it as players do when they're upset. And and this one this one was a hurt one. And and it just continues for the Badgers who have had many of these losses. I mean, I remember just less than two weeks ago when they lost to Northwestern by two in this very building. And usually this is a building at the Kohl Center where the Wisconsin Badgers usually do really, really, really well, like historically great. And I think that's what makes this even tougher to take. A 58-57 loss to Rutgers. Want to hear your thoughts. David Gasper will join me. He's right now talking to Greg Garden, the players down there. We'll hear from them coming up. And then uh, Ben Wergel will join us as well as he covers the Badgers for BadgersBlitzAndRivals.com. He's going to join us as well. But want to hear from you on the talk and text line. We'll definitely take your calls and texts at 414-799-1973. Badgers fall to Rutgers here this afternoon. We'll continue the J&K Security Solutions postgame show after this. You're listening to the JNK Security Solutions postgame show. JNK Security Solutions. From home security to automation, JNK Security Solutions has you covered. Go to jksecurity.com for more info. Welcome back. JNK Security Solutions postgame show continues here at the Kohl Center. The Badgers fall 58 to 57 to Rutgers here this afternoon, and the Badgers. Unable to win back-to-back games. Still haven't done so since January 3rd when they beat Minnesota. Rutgers snaps their three-game losing streak and gets on the winning side of things. David Gasper joins me here, Ben Wergel, in just a moment. And, David, you were just obviously in the pressers. We'll hear from the players in just a little bit. Um, your overall thoughts, Badgers fall, and uh, that second half, obviously, the um, ability to make shots wasn't there. Yeah, tale as old as time, really, really yeah. with this team. I mean, it's what we've seen really all season, close games. Uh, they go through stretches where they just can't score, they just can't shoot, and, you know, it, it just continues to happen. They missed their last five shots, one of their last seven. I mean, they had stretches in here where, I mean, they went, uh, what, I mean, five-minute scoring droughts. They had a four-minute scoring drought. There was a one-for-13 one in there. One-for-13 stretch, like, it just—it's the same thing over and over and over, and then we get down to to the end of the game, and it's it's a one-point game. You're you're down by one, and Wisconsin has the ball, and I mean they did something a little differently this time. It, it wasn't just Chucky taking it out, dribbling, yep. and doing a step back three. They did uh, run some plays there, Connor Sejan getting a couple of shots, but in the end it didn't go in, and in the end it's it's the same result. It's a one-point loss. Um, it's it's a tough loss to take, and they still can't get the, the back-to-back wins. 414-799-1973 is the phone number. And a couple of texts coming in. One is Badgers basketball shooting percentages. Oh, my goodness, that yeah. unnamed in the 414. 21% in the second half. Yeah. 21%. They, 7 of 32 shooting in the second half. They said uh, also same number out of the 4-on-4. Four four. They need to build a little more confidence out there on the floor. I think this will help them. Yeah, I mean, if you can't get into a rhythm – each game they go through these droughts, and that's mm-hmm. got to take away from the confidence on the court. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and you saw with Rutgers there with uh, with Cam Spencer. I mean, he yeah. got into a rhythm. He got going, and that gave him confidence. And that, I think, gave the rest of the Rutgers team some confidence, seeing him shooting the ball that well. Wisconsin didn't have that tonight. I mean, you, you got some pretty good shots from, from Jordan Davis. 
uh, coming in, but I mean, he wasn't, you know, electric like, like Spencer was, and you know, they they still fall subject to these long droughts, and it's just, you know, scoring is contagious, and just as much as not scoring is contagious. That's exactly right. Let's quickly go out to the uh, talk and text line and go to Nick calling us from Middleton. Nick, how are you this afternoon? Hey, Hunter. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, first of all, credit to uh, Rutgers' defense, right? I mean, Rutgers played a good game defensively. Yeah. That, that double team in the post was challenging. Um, but, you know, Wisconsin, we got to remember, this was a building year, I think, all around. These guys are got a lot of new guys getting team chemistry to go in. we got all next year to get uh, Connor Asijan, you know, stronger defensively uh, and really get the offense clicking. It, it does feel disjointed at times, and I wonder if just some of that is, is chemistry and – you know, we, we got potentially all five coming back next year. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still optimistic. I am optimistic. Nick, appreciate the phone call. I like there's there is definitely a glass half full look that you could have at this. And mm-hmm. I was on the Journey House College Sports Show this morning with the guys on, on the game in Milwaukee. And, and they were like, you keep, you know, you're giving us positivity. And there is positive things to take from this team. Kamari McGee, I think, has been a huge positive the last mm-hmm. couple of games. And I think as this, and Carter Gilmore's defense last game, there are guys that are starting to show their more of their potential because of how much experience they've gotten throughout the season. Yeah, they, they've been able to get plenty of minutes here and, and having these guys uh, going forward really is going to be great. And it, it is valuable time. There, there are some growing pains here, and they are frustrating. You know, as much as you'd like to see them, you know, have the have these learning moments, you'd also like to see you know the the shot get made and and the win happen. But yeah, I mean, there, there's still a lot of good things going for this program. Uh, you know, it's just it, it's just been you know down on their luck in, in the Big yeah. Ten this year. I mean, it, it happens. I mean, this is a very close conference you know just i mean really there, there are a lot of games this year or even going back to last year and years prior where i mean things could flip one way or another and as much as you could be um you know you you could be 12 and 3 in conference play you could also just as easily be you know 7 and 8 7 7 and 9 and in their last 10 games you talk about field goal percentages as well last 10 games they've only shot over they've shot over 40 percent just three times. Oh man, three over forty percent three times in their last ten games in the Big Ten, and that that is big. I mean, you had some earlier in the season. You had a lot in the in the forty percent range. You had against Minnesota. You had forty percent, but otherwise, the only games that you've been over forty percent in the Big Ten season since January first is Minnesota, is Penn State, Maryland, and then Penn State again. And and that is, can we play Penn State some more? Right? Can they? Yeah, because they. Should. Well, one of them was in overtime, but still, the percentage yeah. remains the same. Um, they scored seventy nine there, sixty three against Penn State the first time. But yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, can we play Penn State again? Unfortunately, Penn State is not again on the schedule. When we return, we're going to talk to Ben Wergel, covers the Badgers for uh, BadgersBlitz.com and also for Rivals.com. So we'll talk to him next. You're listening to the JK Security Solutions Post Game Show. JK Security Solutions can give you the power you never thought possible. Learn how JK can integrate your world. We have a security breach. Visit JKSecurity.com. Security Solutions postgame show continues here at the Kohl Center. The Badgers fall 58-57 to to Rutgers in another 
heartbreaker for the Badgers this season, and it seems like it's been a season of those games, close games, and it comes down to the final shot, a season missing one and then missing another from deep, and then Wall's final shot was not able to get off due to the buzzer. David Gasper here at the Kohl Center alongside. We're now joined by Ben Wergel as well, who covers the Badgers for Rivals.com. And, Ben, um, first question, I guess, you know, when you, you – just your main takeaways from this one. Obviously, a close loss again, and we, we've seen these themes, but obviously the 22% from the field in the second half was what did them in. Yeah, I mean, the, whenever you play Rutgers, it's always those low-possession games. And so it, it, I know the microscope, and Greg Gard even said as much to us just a couple minutes ago, is going to be on those final couple possessions. I thought they put themselves in a bad spot early with their inability to kind of defend uh, Cam Spencer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought uh, Max Klesman had some issues with him. Connor Seijan had some issues with him. And, you know, Spencer was a guy that Wisconsin looked at in the transfer portal. I think that's going to irritate some fans if you couldn't get him in here. But, you know, he had been struggling just – but so was averaging 12 a game, and he had 19 in the first half. And I thought that really put Wisconsin behind the eight ball. Did much better defensively on him in the second half. I think he only had three um, when he got loose on a screen, hit one over McGee. So you're able to kind of shut him down. You're able to kind of corral them defensively. But then your offense just went in the tank. I mean, they were 2 of 21 through one stretch, and you're not going to win many games like that. They were fortunate to win on Wednesday when they missed their final 15 shots. And uh, I thought Kamari McGee really provided a good lift. Uh, I thought Chucky Hepburn was off all day. He looked disengaged. He looked frustrated because of the foul trouble and his shots not falling. And, you know, McGee hit that big shot with, you know, about 3.36 left, and then Wisconsin missed their final five shots. And, you know, Hepburn came in with about 2.20-ish left, and um, just the offense just really kind of, in my opinion, kind of went to a, to a standstill to a degree. And, you know, I, I like the final possession drop. I like that we saw a little bit something different. I think a lot of people were hesitant of what Greg Gar was going to drop. They got a good look, and, you know, a season just – was just off all day to 0 for 10 shooting and gets the, the final three-pointer block too. So you know, watching the game live, I thought there was a lot of good shots. I also thought there was a lot of really poor possessions for Wisconsin where um, they were caught late in the shot clock without a good look, had to force some shots, and just kind of looked disjointed the whole game. And, you know, that's part of the reason why they only scored 57 points. And, you know, this is another tough loss for them uh, that's going to be put on their resume. Yeah, Ben, and, you know, another thing with, with you know, Chucky being off today, you know, he had the four fouls as well, you mm-hmm. know, getting into foul trouble early, got that fourth foul with just about 10 minutes left um, in, in the game. And, you know, really, I mean, Kamara McGee, we've really kind of seen him come on these last couple of games, 23 minutes uh, in the in this game for him. And, you know, th- these these minutes are pretty valuable for him, you know, just just not only playing well in this game, but just going forward. Um, and just seeing that, you know, there's there's a lot there with uh, with Kamari that, that can just help this offense run. I think it will take some of the burden off Chucky. I think mm-hmm. that Hepburn has a lot on his plate. He's had a lot on his plate this entire season, especially with the injury to Neath, who's now out for the rest of the season after hip surgery. And you know, Chucky has had to live in a big shadow with what Johnny Davis did. And obviously, Johnny was here today. Guys, Big Ten Teller Ring was the, the honorary captain. And I think Chucky, in a way, has been trying to fill – um, his shoes all season long, and also maybe fill some of Brad Davidson's shoes too. There's been so much kind of pressure kind of put on that position, and I think Chucky has really struggled to kind of find his role to a degree. Like last year, he was kind of the facilitator, uh, had a great assist turnover ratio, was asked to score at times, so not necessarily carry the scoring burden. Well, now this year he's had that kind of place on his shoulders, and you know some games he's looked good, he's looked confident. In other games, when his shots not falling, he, he struggles to battle through that, and. 
You know, certainly the, the, the third foul and the fourth foul I thought were 50-50 calls. I can make an argument either way of why it was the right call or the wrong call, but the calls were made. And, you know, I watching Hepburn on the bench a couple of times, you could just tell that he was frustrated. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else but um, at the Cole Center. Um, just was one of those games where it was just a, a, a mental battle for him. I thought McGee played great. I thought the offense really functioned well on Wednesday when McGee was in there. And I'm not calling for a point guard change by any stretch, but this is something that, that great guards should look at with what McGee is doing. He's been their best player here the last two games. This is something you should ride with a little bit. I fully understand why McGee wasn't in the game late. The final 220 guard wants to go with someone who is stronger defensively, who has had more experience in those late-game situations in the Big Ten. Um, so I know fans will, will fault him in hindsight, but in the moment I can see why he went with it. Um, but I think I think we should see more Kamari McGee here down the stretch. I think it would be good for Wisconsin. I think it would also be good for Hepburn That's not to have that much place on his shoulders. Ben Wergel joining us here at the Cole Center on the J&K Security Solutions postgame show. From home security to automation, J&K Security Solutions has you covered. Go to jksecurity.com for more info. I want to ask you, a text just came in from Dan in Oak Creek. It says, he says, it's obvious that they're too physically weak to be a threat in the low post. They shy away from contact, can't finish at the rim, which leads them to being a jump-shooting team that doesn't get to the free-throw line. You look at the second half, and you look at the second half points in the paint. They had two points in the paint in the second half. With guys like Wall and Crowell and the way that we have seen them, especially Crowell had that you know that run, say, in mid-January where he had games where he kind of piled up points uh, in the paint, and what we've seen in years past from Tyler Wall, why do you think they've struggled so much in that area this season? That they're undersized. Yeah. Um, they, they lack depth in the front court. That's something I asked Greg Gard about earlier this week because – you know they have some. They only have five forwards on this roster. You know you have Gilmore, you have Crawl, you have Wall, then you have you know, Marcus Elver, and you have Chris Hodges, who we really haven't seen other than the time when Tyler Wall was out with the injury. And I asked I asked Greg this week about you know the development of those two players. Is this something that you feel positive about going forward into next season, or do you need to build your team through the portal uh, in the offseason? He said that he's not naive. They have to add depth in the front court so I would expect Wisconsin to be active in the portal trying to find bigger buys and to Greg's defense this is something that he tried to do in the offseason they host a number of uh, transfer portal players they offered a couple and just you know couldn't close a deal on any one of them so it's not for a lack of trying but you know this is something that you saw going into the season was going to be an issue with the team they were going to be a jump shooting team well when you face a team uh, like a Rutgers that's physical that has a really good low post player it's going to be harder to score in the low post. And, you know, Stephen Crawl has done a really nice job this season. He's grown his body. He's been more physical. But he's still, to a degree, undersized. And he still is more of a pass-first player in a lot of ways, too. He's always looking for the open man still, instead of being more selfish. And Tyler Wall is kind of more of a, you know, a stretch four, kind of, you know, three, four, somewhere in there. You know, he still is not the biggest guy compared to some of the other bigs that we've seen in the Big Ten this season. And, you know, I thought he got caught a number of times today. Wall did, and mm-hmm. was able was forcing some shots. You know, struggled with some double teams instead of passing out, trying to force some things. And you know, it's it, it's hard when you don't have another big to be able to rely on um, on your bench that can deliver offensively. Kyrie Gilmore has done some nice things defensively, but he's not a big offensive threat for this team this year. And you know, they're without question they're undersized, and that turns you into a jump shooting team because that's your strength. And when they don't fall, it looks really ugly. And we mentioned the two points of the paint. Wisconsin, 21 two-point shot attempts today and 36 three-point shot attempts. It's just, it's just not a recipe for success for a school like Wisconsin, in my opinion. 
Yeah, especially when you're shooting, you know, 33% on those three-point shots. Right, I mean, yeah. if, you, if you're making, you know, more of those 36 instead of, you know, 12, 12 of the 36, you know, it's not. It's a different story. Right. Yeah, I mean, without question. I mean, but you just you had so many guys today that just could not find a rhythm. A siege in 0 for 7 from 3. Klesman 3 for 8 from 3. Hepburn 2 of 6. You know, your best two three-point shooters were Kamari McGee and Jordan Davis off the bench. You yeah. Know, they each were 3 for 6. I, I thought Jordan Davis played great. I mean, uh, Here's here's a guy that spent all off season wanting to be the starter, thinking that this was his turn to be the starter, and it, it, it didn't work out to a degree because Connor Seager was playing so well. So Gregard makes the switch, that could zap a lot of people mentally. And Jordan Davis just kept working, and he's played really well. And this was easily his best game since he was put in a reserve role. And I, that's kind of what Wisconsin needs going for. They need that lift off the bench because that's been so sparse at times this season. Do you think having the, the twin power with Johnny Davis back <laughs> in the building today may, maybe played a role in Are that? Are we sure that wasn't Johnny Davis out there in Jordan's uniform? Did they we ever, yeah. they Did we ever take similar. a really yeah. close look? I, I, think they, I think they're twins. Uh, do you think so? Something tells me they're <laughs> I twins. about that. Yeah, yeah Ben, uh, final question for you as he continues here on the J&K Security Solutions postgame show. J&K Security Solutions can give you the power you never thought possible. Learn how J&K can integrate your world. Visit jksecurity.com. Final question for you is this. Is there a path to the NCAA tournament for this team? Yeah, there, there is. It's, the window is shrinking considerably. Mm-hmm. This, this was a great opportunity for them. This would have been a, a high quad two win. that um, would have evened them at 8-8 eight eight in the league. It would have given them a good chance, in my opinion, to finish 10-10 in the league, and that yeah. looks really good to the selection committee. Um, you know, A 10th quad one, quad two win for them, which would be third most in the Big Ten. I know the record would have been still kind of ugly, but – there's there's some substance there. Not a lot of high-quality substance, but there's some good substance there if a win would have occurred. and But now you're 15-11, you're 7-9. You have Iowa coming in here, another opportunity for a quad one, quad two win. You're going to go on the road to Michigan, another opportunity for a quad one, quad two win. You've got Purdue coming in here. Purdue's been struggling, but Purdue's got a pretty good big that you need to be physical with, which hasn't exactly been Wisconsin's M.O. So if you can possibly find a way to pull that one out of your butt, and then you go to Minnesota, which is, which is a landmine, considering how bad Minnesota is. If you can win those four and do something in the Big Ten tournament, win a couple games, which is I know this is asking a lot, there is a path. <laughs> but can honestly anyone say right now today this is an NCAA tournament team? And the answer is no. They, they haven't won consecutive games since January 3rd. They've, they have too many offensive uh, droughts that kind of prevents them from fighting through. And, you know, defensively, they've looked really good and really bad. They've been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. So if they can, you know, get more of the good and less of the bad here down the stretch, yeah, there's a path. But I think realistically that this team is going to struggle here the rest of the season. We shall see. Ben Wergel, thanks so much for the time. Follow him on Twitter at the Badger Nation. Covers the Badgers for Rivals.com. Ben, always fun. All right, we'll see you Wednesday. Sounds good. That is Ben Wergel. He joins us here at the Cole Center on the J&K Security Solutions postgame show. J&K Security Solutions from home theaters to smart lighting to universal home control. Go online to jksecurity.com. When we return, wrap things up. We'll also look ahead to uh, the game against Iowa on Wednesday. Might hear from a couple of players as well and get to more of your texts and calls, 414-799-1973. You're listening to the JK Security Solutions postgame show. K Security Solutions. From home theaters to smart lighting to a universal home control. Go online to jksecurity.com.
Hunter Baumgart, David Gasper, live from the Kohl Center. Badgers fall 58-57 to Rutgers here this afternoon. They fall to 15-11 on the season, 7-9 in the Big Ten Conference. And as we were just talking with Ben Wergel, um, they've got to win out, basically, to, to have a mm-hmm. chance at the NCAA tournament. And this is a team that does not miss the NCAA tournament very often. And, and there is so many different times this season where you could look back, whether it's the Northwestern game or you know Michigan State or, heck, Nebraska when you had a 17-point lead last Saturday. There's so many different. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com games that you can look back on if you just make a couple shots and tonight was the epitome of that if you just make a shot or two you win the basketball game yeah i mean they, they were right there and you know one of the other things we talked about all season is free throws um you know how mm-hmm. many games had, had could they have won if they had just made yeah. their free throws wisconsin seven of nine they didn't get to the line very often but neither did Rutgers. Rutgers only got to the line five times wisconsin got to the line Nine times they were seven of nine. Not a lot. Not a lot of fouls there um, in the second half either. I don't believe either team uh, reached the bonus. They were kind of letting the guys play, and you know Wisconsin. You know they. You know part of their mo for success over the years has been getting to the line pretty often, yeah. and that hasn't been part of their success this year. It hasn't. Now uh, Greg Gard spoke with reporters, including you, David Gasper. Um, right, uh, right after the game. So let's go to that and hear from Coach Greg Gard. Obviously, in a game that comes down to the last possession, um, the focus is on that. And I thought we had, you know, a good look, got what we wanted to out of it, or got it to where we needed to. And, um, but there's so many things in the 57 possessions that, specifically in the first half, it was kind of a tale of two halves for both teams, where both of us were scoring pretty much at will and couldn't stop each other. And on the other end, in the second half, it was. The, the the reverse of that. So um, the guys off the bench, Jordan Davis, Kamari McGee, gave us good minutes. Chucky and foul trouble specifically. Uh, Cam, I thought, came in and did some good things. Um, but again, like I said, it's you come down to the last possession, and we've been in a lot of these, um, and the and you, the spotlight goes on that that we we don't convert. But uh, like I said, there's things we'll find as I go through the tape that put us in that position but typically against Rutgers as most teams in this league it's a lower possession 
you know, rock fight, so to speak. And uh, that's where every possession matters, no matter if it's in the last 11 seconds or the first 11 minutes. Questions? Jeff, you, you mentioned you got the ball to where you wanted to. Was it, I'm assuming, designed to go to Connor? The, the, the first yeah, that was one of the options. I mean, yeah, and then make a play from there. Okay. So, I mean, I thought he came off the screen. They didn't really edge it. He got into the paint. He's made that runner before. We get the rebound. Omar Rui made a heck of a play to come from the paint out to block it on, on his second one on the shot from the from the right wing. But no, I mean that's the ball got to where it needed to and Tyler screened well and um, ball doesn't go in. Todd Greg Hunter, I'm uh, saying a rough day shooting mm -hmm. all, all day was I mean, he, he's the kind of guy that shoots through it, shoots, you know, tries to make one get hot, right? And then it just seemed like it just wasn't there for him today at any point where he was, his confidence was low or anything. He's still well, I mean, anytime, anytime you're a shooter, you're going to go through great days and you're going to go through rough days. You know, I, and guys from, I remember Kirk Penny going oh for something or one for a lot. Brevin Pritzel went over for 11 one night. I mean, it, you're going to have those moments. I mean, he's been doing so well as a freshman that I think, um, you know, not that you want these type of days, um, but over the course of time, you try not to have too many of them and trying to find other ways to, to impact the game. But obviously, I thought he had good looks. Chucky had good looks. Um, and I'll grade out the shot selection, but... You can go two for 13 between those two guys from three. Um, I'll take our chances because, you know, they're both in the mid to upper 40s percentage-wise. Um, but credit Rutgers for, you know, defending how they needed to defend. Jeff, at the top you mentioned the focus on the last possession. There's some other going up to it. Can you walk us through those the two possessions where Rutgers score, Warren with the dunk and then High with the tip? If you get stops there... Probably on a different discussion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought um, we get switched on the ball screen um, when on one of them, and and we didn't. Uh, I think Chucky got switched on to him and went over the top of Chucky, uh, which happens late in the clock. But I, I think our defensive miscues were more, much more in the first half, Jeff, um, with how we allowed Spencer to get going. Obviously, he's a good shooter that's been struggling. Um, but we allowed him to get some confidence going and, and obviously going six for six in the first half gave not only him confidence, but it gave them confidence. Um, and, and that's what you have to battle back against. So then there were some things that weren't that we didn't execute right. He had one tough one on the right wing on a step back, but some other ones we could have done a better job of guarding him. Todd, your guys, and I think maybe you were, Saying that Hyde's put back may have still been in the cylinder. Did you get a better look at it? And I haven't seen it yet, no. That's, that's a close one to, to make it. Yeah, and unless they call it, according to the rule that I read out out there, unless they call it, it can't be reviewed from even in the last two minutes from what I've. As long as I interpret the rule right, I'll go to my rules expert. Um, but I, from, according to what I understand of the rule, they would have had to call goaltending in order to review it. Um, under under two minutes, which we were in that window. 
We welcome you back to the Cole Center. That is Coach Greg Gard, and obviously talking about that tipping uh, towards the end of the game, which obviously, even if it's whatever it happens to be, it's still an offensive rebound and offensive rebounds late in the game. Uh, we were texting a little bit with uh, Brian Butch, and he said, you know, an offensive rebound late in the game is tough. Um, and so the Badgers fall, 58-57 to Rutgers. Let's pause 10 seconds, give our stations time to identify themselves. 10 for an ID. This is the J&K Security Solutions postgame show. We continue here at the Cole Center. I'm Hunter Baumgart. He's David Gasper wrapping up the J&K Security Solutions postgame show. J&K Security Solutions can give you the power you never thought possible. Learn how J&K can integrate your world. Visit jksecurity.com. Dave, do we have our fun facts with Dave ready? We do, we do. We've got plenty of fun facts here. I'm just, I'm just trying to go over uh, a second fact, trying to uh, determine uh, if this is if this indeed is a fun fact, and I believe it is. So <laughs> we got we got two fun facts here today. Number one, Wisconsin turned the ball over five times, which you know that, that that's not bad at all. But bad. Rutgers got 13 points off those five turnovers. Mm. In the first half, Wisconsin had three turnovers, nine points for Rutgers. So every time Wisconsin turned it over, it turned into a three for Rutgers, and they end up with 13 points. Wisconsin only got 12 points off eight turnovers from Rutgers. So yeah. that, is a, that, that is a big factor in this game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, here's a fun fact I was just uh, verifying here. The 36 three-point attempts Wisconsin had in this game was their most in a game this season. Wow. Previous high was 31, it looks like. 31. So, yeah, that was against yeah. Northwestern. Yeah, they were they were putting up a lot of shots. They were doubling in the, in the post, forcing a lot of three-point shots for Wisconsin, and they made 12. Uh, made 12, but, but, which was uh, their season high last year for made threes. I mean, this team makes more threes this year. And that's yeah. almost saved them because it, it feels like, and I don't have numbers to back this up, but it feels like they almost miss more twos. Yeah. Like, like not, not that they make more threes than twos, but they miss more twos this year than they did last year, and they're making that up with the three-point shooting. Yeah. So It, it, was, it, it was a struggle shooting all around, uh, really, for this team. I mean, three-point shooting, and, and they weren't getting a lot in the paint, and uh, they were really just kind of playing them tight. Badgers next game, Wednesday night. Here at the Kohl Center, it's the third game of this uh, three-game homestand, and they play Iowa. Iowa's 17-9 on the season, 9-6 in the conference. Of course, Badgers now 15-11, 7-9 in the conference. And the question becomes, you know, who can you beat here, right? You have to make your shots. Mm-hmm. At the Kohl Center, this team's been good, and so is historically good, really, at the Kohl Center. So I would expect this team's going to make it a competitive game, on on Wednesday night, and it comes down to probably a couple of shots. Yeah, it's, my guess is it's going to be within five points. That, that's going to be the margin of victory for <laughs> going out team. on a limb there. Going out on a real limb here. Uh, I mean, they're they're what um, they they played in sixteen games now, decided by five points or fewer in twenty six games on Unreal. the season. Sixteen of twenty six decided by five points or less. Well. We shall see if uh, Wednesday night's game follows that theme. Badgers fall today, 58-57 to Rutgers. Wednesday night, it's an 8 o'clock tip, so 7 o'clock is the pregame show on the network stations. We'll have you for the postgame show at the Kohl Center 
here. Be sure to get some coffee. Line. Stay up late with us. Yeah, we're literally <laughs> stay up late with us. And uh, four games left in the regular season in the Big Ten tournament. It's coming down to the wire, and the Badgers pretty much have to win out in order to make the NCAA tournament. So we'll see if that happens. Thanks so much to Jeff Orlowski back at the studio. Thanks to Ben Wergel for joining us. For David Gasper, Badgers fall 58-57 to to Rutgers. I'm in Hunter Baumgart. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday afternoon. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the J&K Security Solutions Post Game Show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.